0: Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig in to the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza.
1: Welcome to Monday Motivation. Am Mendoza here, and I have my great friend, Eileen. I don't know how to say your last name.
2: Green Eileen is fine. Eileen.
1: Oh, Green Eileen. That's right. That, that helps me. Um, old Royd. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. So there Green Eileen, I'm so excited that we get to catch up. I know I said, I want to catch up before we do this, and then... I'm like, where did the two weeks go? So, but, but here we go. So today we're going to be talking about Thought Life and that is on page 19. It's week three in Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. When I wrote this book, I designed it for busy people that did not, I did not want them to feel guilty for not finishing a book. I wanted a book that can be just on your coffee table, grab it, read one page. That's all we got time for. And then maybe have a spot for journaling. So your week three thought life. Um, But let me tell our our viewers uh, who Eileen is. Eileen Oldroyd is the broker and owner of Oldroyd Realty in Mission Viejo, California. She fills her soul tank by mentoring women in leadership with Women's Council of Realtors as the 2021 National Liaison for the Eastern Region. That's a lot of ladies. That's a lot of ladies. That's a lot. A lot of ladies. A lot of mentoring. (laughs) Yes, she is affectionately known as Green Eileen because she specializes in sustainability, resiliency, and energy efficiency. That is much needed, much needed. Her knowledge and collaborations ultimately led her to being awarded the Elite Evergreen Award from the National Association of Realtors. Eileen is a car director, that's California Association of Realtors and a NAR director, National Association of Realtors, an appointed member of NAR's Green Advisory Board and was the 2020 chair of NAR's Sustainability Advisory Group. Green Eileen enjoys her free time with her secret husband, riding her Harley, discovering the next Ultimate Donut Shop, and is in constant negotiations as staff with three boston terriers oh my goodness what are their names uh milo boo and
2: elmer little elmer we call him a loaf of bread because he's kind of shaped like a loaf of bread they may make a cameo
1: hey that would be awesome yeah i I did tell you (laughs) i kept my birds in the garage for this otherwise they would be they they have a lot to say so
2: they're budgies Veggies always have a lot to say. They're, they're, you know, just a few grams of absolute happiness and and mischief. And I just, (laughs) they're great, you know, uh, what they're, they're really inexpensive pets and they're just so much
1: fun. So much. So we're going to be talking today about thought life. So what did you think when you read this one page Chapter for the week.
2: Oh, what you know! It's interesting is that uh, that I live in my head. We all live in our head, really, and that we think of. You know, you gave me a suggestion to buy a book, and it's called Untethered Soul. Yes, this is this is not easy reading. This is (laughs) this is processing reading, and it's actually chapter one. He goes over your thoughts. Uh, by Michael, it's by Michael Singer, and he goes over what your brain is doing, and he defines it so simply. He's like, your mind is a computer, and it's sen- essentially telling you everything that's happening in your, what you're, what's happening in your life. So, it's, you know, it's the sun's out, I see birds, I see hummingbirds, I see flowers, and I know that it's about 72 degrees, and, and so I think if you look at your brain as a computer that is just gathering information and telling you information that uh, that you, you realize that you do have control over your thoughts, mm-hmm. that your thoughts don't have control over you. In fact, I, I um, can I read from the book? Yes, is yes, that, okay. please, okay. absolutely. So it says, uh, there is nothing more important to true growth than realizing that you are not the voice in your mind. You are the one that hears it. Talk about freedom. That just made me. So all of a sudden, it freed me up because I, you know, what you wrote about being inspired by the inspirational speaker, and that you may never be able to be, um, be able to be as as inspirational as yeah. her because she didn't have arms, and it, which is crazy because. Well,
1: I should probably tell the viewers the story. Can oh, okay. I? Is that okay? And then don't lose that thought. Okay. Okay. So so basically, and this is in the book, but I wrote about. I got an email inviting me to a convention. At the time I had a dream of being a speaker and I I was reading who the keynote was gonna be. And I felt my feelings like I'm excited to meet this woman or hear her speak. And within five minutes after reading the email with her bio and, and what she's gonna talk about, I noticed I was feeling negative, but I didn't know what were the thoughts causing me to feel overshadowed with like yuckiness. Like I couldn't even put my finger on it, but I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel inspired. So I listened and what the thought was, because the speaker, she was like a black belt, she could surf and and she could do all this cool stuff, a pilot, and she had no arms. So the thought that I was having was, Corey, you will never be a keynote speaker because you have arms. Like your 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 life isn't interesting enough. Like and and then I laughed out loud because I'm like, I know that's not true. But so so back to you. So that was the story that you were referencing. Yes, and it's yeah. I thought
2: about. I thought, because I'm really into leadership and empowering people, servant leadership mainly, and, yes. and empowering people to become the, the, their best self. And But I think you have to find out what that is first. And when you see one type of leadership or you see one type of motivational speaker, you think you need to be like them. But the beauty of the internet and TED Talks is there's so many different subjects out there and there's so many there's so many different ways to be inspirational that it's so important the best gift you can give to the world is self love mm. and self discovery and to be to live your authentic self and not compare yourself to somebody else not to listen to your thoughts of self doubt and you know shame or jealousy or that type of thing because it's like you your gift is to give yourself authentic self to the world, so I, I think the first step in that is knowing that your thoughts are from a computer. That's what the brain does. It is tallies, ding, 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 because when we were, you know, if you think of ourselves in a in a uh, primitive sense, we were constantly assessing the world because of the dangers that were in it. Mm-hmm. so you know we're, we're assessing okay is that something i can eat you know is that something that's poisonous is that a predatory animal is that a prey animal is that animal sick you know you know is that tribesman friend friend or foe so that has you know the the is it the the raz the raz
1: or or uh, no not the raz. um well it might be also called the raz, but it's it's the um reptilian brain
2: the reptilian brain <laughs> yes exactly so the reptilian brain and the uh, nothing except amygdala
1: yeah, amygdala, because we get amygdala, amygdala
2: hijacked. Uh, uh, ah, yeah. So that is really, it's so powerful. It's just mm-hmm. this node, you know, it's not even, it's just a part, but that's our primitive brain there. But it controls so much of, of our self-doubt and, and mm-hmm. insecurities uh, because it's assessing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Assess, 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 assess. You're like, woo. So, uh, so that's that was what I thought of first about. Yeah, and, and about I think
1: you know, not to shift the topic way too far out of the topic, but, and when you think about even things like, prejudice, like, there, there's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, thank God in our our culture today, it's frowned upon. And that's a good place to start. And what happens when people had negative experiences, and they're, they're, they're still operating back here they're not controlling their thought right. life like they're not because there's shame around i shouldn't think this way whereas if we start and there i think there could be a lot of healing on the planet if we start oh, oprah wrote this book um she co-authored it with someone else and it's called um i think what happened to you my friend, Kristen, she's surprised and sent it to me. And instead of asking like, what's wrong with you or what's wrong with me? Like, why do I do this? Like, what's wrong with me? It's more like what happened that causes you to think this way to like, yes. a lot of my clients, it's like, I don't, they, they feel guilty about the thoughts that they're having. They're like, I know I'm thinking negative. I should think differently but we're going back to that mm-hmm. what's pumping out those thoughts it's that part of our brain yeah if you think about as we you know growing up i was the youngest of eight children
2: so my mom was a master of manipulation by the time i rolled around and <laughs> she's
1: <laughs> i've never met your mom but i love your mom because oh, you, she's amazing you're such a great daughter I just. Yeah. To...
2: <laughs> and she's amazing she really is it's so, But what she was really good at was just saying, no, 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 no. And if you think about that little Roomba that goes around your house, you know, as it's yeah. learning, you know, it's learning, it it's a wall. No, 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 no. And it just gets more confined and more confined. And, and we had big arguments. My parents had big arguments over money. And so it was, to me, money was the devil. Because if they didn't have money in our life, then my parents wouldn't argue. And so, how that formulated, how you know, how hard to have to work to have a successful business, how hard I have to work at. Yes, is a good thing. Yes, say yes, say yes, say yes, yeah. yes to get in a different mindset, and that's you know, it's, there's another another analogy that I have when it comes to mindset, mm. is that. You know, um, Lucinda Bassett specializes in panic attack and in depression, that's her. Uh, she has a whole course on it and it changed my life when I was going through it myself. And she said two people could be on a chairlift to go skiing or go snowboarding. One, and they're, they're both excited about it. One And they're both having the same emotions, the same uh, endorphins that are going through their body, exact same, but one's excited and one's fearful. Mm -hmm. but the exact same endorphins are going through your body and it's mindset.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you got to turn
2: it around. You got to turn it around. we are our own worst enemy. If we believe the thoughts that are in our head when it's Mm -hmm. just our computer, just like,
1: yep. Yeah. There, the world humanity would really go up to a whole new level if we all May, just like our hygiene or just like brushing our teeth. Like we brush, we need to brush our teeth preferably after every meal, but you know, at least twice a day in the morning before you go to bed, you, you do that every day, but you don't just say like, well, I'm not brushing my teeth tonight. I did it last month. Like, no, you, you do it every day. So our mindset is the same way. Like we, we need to be cleaning up our thought life daily yeah daily
2: daily which is why you know it's like where did this come from why do you feel this way How, you know why do you have these limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and it can all go back to you know when we were young or when we were feeling insecure we, uh, you know why it's so important for us to be, have confidence in ourselves be be secure in who we are what what we bring to the table that's our own unique you. That's no like, can you know what I say? I say, uh, be you because everyone else is taken.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my favorite expressions. I love that. Yeah,
2: because if you are confident in, in yourself and your and you know your limitations and your strengths, mm-hmm. that when somebody comes up to you that's different than you, you won't feel threatened by them. You won't mm-hmm. have those prejudice and those judgments. Yeah. It is once you are kind of, I guess you're kind of free to let your brain assess. I'm just going to assess, I'm just going to assess the situation, no judgment, no prejudice, no bias. And it is, you know, and and it's, I feel like it's your opportunity. I'm getting the chills before I say this. It's your opportunity to have a soulful connection just with, you know, a soul to soul connection and kind of like, what do they say? The eyes are the window, the soul. Yeah, exactly. Exactly who I am. Mm -hmm. So I can accept who you are.
1: Well, I like, I really like where you're taking this conversation because it, you mentioned self-love and be you because no one else can. And, you know, there's just so much, it's really important for us to be honest with ourselves and, and start realizing what are the thoughts that I'm holding about myself and, and, and I, and I think part of having that daily mental hygiene of, of taking a look at that and, and asking, do I choose to keep thinking this way about myself or not? And, and, and doing that, then when I go and I have that soulful connection with another human being, I'm responsible with my own self. I'm going to be less critical and judgmental on the other person. I'm going to hold them with the same amount of compassion that I've exercised with myself. I'm going to see the the beauty and the divine in the other person see the light in their eyes. Um, but But when we don't really take charge of our thought life, we're in unconscious reactivity. Yeah.
2: I'm a firm believer that um, that every, every conversation I try to have or every connection I try to have with somebody is that they're coming to the table wounded. Like I'm coming to the table wounded, they're coming to the table wounded. And it, it is having that compassion for whatever that wound is. Mm-hmm. It, it probably never reveal itself. You know, it may never reveal itself. Mm-hmm. But knowing that we both are, we're both flawed. We're all flawed. Yeah. We're all dealing. Some of us have our handicaps on the outside. Some of us have our handicaps on the inside. And we're all going through this human experience and we need to be gracious with where they are in the chapter of their life. That sounds oh, very my- melodramatic, doesn't it?
1: No, no. I, I love it. Like, I'm, I'm all these thoughts are coming to me. Um, and I was wondering have you heard of Catherine Wolf? don't think so she she has a book called suffer strong and she when you said that some of us have our um something on the outside and on would you say our handicaps on the outside or the inside so she's Mm -hmm. in a wheelchair so she Mm -hmm. she has a whole story google her Catherine with a k wolf with an e on the end and um but she she's like we all have invisible wheelchairs she's like mine just happens to be on the outside. And, um, I like, I like what you're saying about, you know, just having maybe some more curiosity with other people. Um, and then it's making me think of the four agreements. Don't take anything personal. The first, I think that's the first agreement. Um, have you read that book? I have it in my Amazon cart. Oh my (laughs) gosh. You know, it's one of those books, like we all have these, have you read that book? Like, and I have my list that I've read. And then I have my list that people are like, Corey, you should read this. And I'm like, eh. I mean, I clearly don't need to buy more books, but I keep buying. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think his name is Don Miguel Ruiz, or that's his son's name. But I know Miguel Ruiz is part of his name. And, um, but he's kind of simplified like four agreements or four ways to live your life. And they're really just eye-opening, but one of them is don't take anything personal. And, and I think that's kind of what you were touching on. Um, Everybody, they bring that to the table, their, their past experiences. And it's like, we can't take the whole thing personal. We can be curious with our thought life and What part was mine? How did I contribute to this? Mm -hmm. But but what, so from the reading, is there, is there any example you can experience, um, in your life, how this thought life topic has played out?
2: Yes. Uh, very basic, but very powerful. It happens almost every day. It happens every day. Like when I go, when I go to bed, I always think about things that I didn't do that day. You know, I'm always thinking about okay, I didn't make all the prospecting calls that I should have. I didn't, I didn't uh, call my mom. There's gonna she might die. She's 91 years old and she may die. And I don't even remember the last conversation we had with each other. It's just a it's just a terrible way to to uh, end the day. It really is. It's just, but that's, that's how my brain works. And that's, you know, that's just the, I think maybe it's part growing up with a very strong Catholic mother, (laughs) youngest (laughs) eight kids, just, it is what it is. And so uh, uh, I started writing things down. So if I didn't do something that I wasn't proud of, uh, rather than, you know, they always say, before you go to bed, write all the things you're grateful for. I don't know how realistic that is, but you know, I could try. I'll try, but I write it down. And in the morning, when I wake up, you know, I look at the list of the things that I was disappointed in myself in. And like, let's do those things today. So I don't go to bed disappointed. And Mm. yeah. And so that's, that's having control over my thoughts is that so I can say I'm proud of myself. I did it. Uh, So then I'll go to bed and I'll think about an earthquake that's going to happen and the fire that. (laughs) so there'll be something else and i can't control that you know i can't control that but i can control if i have my emergency batteries and my water and you know knowing that i'm prepared for for an emergency which we all should be yeah so it is uh you know it is a constant battle it's a constant battle but it reminds me of um of debbie ford uh wrote a book uh why did good things happen to bad people i think that's the book yeah. And it was a, another one of those, those turning points in my life. And she talked about the shadow self, like we're always tra- and it's mentioned in this book too. It's mentioned in Untethered Soul too, about how we're always trying to identify with the thoughts in our head that they must be me. If these are, it's my head, it's, you know, that's what right. I'm thinking of my mindset. And, um, and so we're always talking, you know, we're always talking about, putting putting the bad girl in the corner like putting the, all of our negativity and who we are and the things that we're ashamed of in the closet locking the door never to uh never to see her again but problem is is that she comes out yeah <laughs> she comes out and she comes the out worst with a vengeance time. <laughs> the worst exactly the worst time she comes out with a vengeance you know, and you know you don't have any control over it which you know goes through the spiral of the shame and the guilt blah, blah. uh but What she said was, why don't you become friends with her? You need her. There are times you need to become angry and stand up for injustice. There's times where you need to uh, have a little bit of guilt or shame or, you know, all of those negative emotions, fear, scared. Mm -hmm. Uh, So rather than Mm -hmm. putting her in the closet and being embarrassed, saying, you're my partner, you know, Mm -hmm. you're with me, we're together. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me a ton, a Mm -hmm. great deal that my I am, I am truly all sides of me. I'm, I'm everything and, yeah. and accepting that.
1: Well, I, I love so much of what you're saying. Like you are a woman that stands for um, truth, authenticity. And I, th- I feel like those two things hand in hand and then comes compassion. I mean, e- even the example you gave us about at, at bedtime, not trying to change if your brain works with the to-do list you're just like youngest of eight children catholic mom the catholic mom like just yeah make your list and stop beating yourself up over it like and then the next day check it off like done you know but but, and, and that was one of the things i wanted for for this was a spot for journaling i i really believe in journaling and i believe in journaling not in a Pollyanna manner not in a let's just focus on the positive no we are not our thoughts so let's and a lot of times they're all jumbled up and tangled up and we don't even know what we're thinking so how can we think differently so when we it's like cleaning out the closet so what's in there so you start journaling well I don't have to feel ashamed that I was like I hate this person today. Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm not supposed to hate people. It's like, it's like, like like you said, like embrace that part the shadow self, the shadow work, like, yeah. It now that, now that you're admitting it, well, what do you want to do? You know, it's like self-compassion. Self, yes, yes. In fact, another,
2: another technique that I've used in the past when I have a thought that's going around in my brain, unless I'm really angry at somebody or, you know, I just something that I need to deal with, or maybe there's a big decision that I need to make. And uh, it, it's consuming me throughout the day. Uh, I, I'll just, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to get to that at, at eight o'clock tonight, eight o'clock tonight. That's when I'm going to tackle this problem. Uh, and so I'll say, and the, so there's, starts, there starts to be the eight o'clock at night list. So it's <laughs> about me and Liz, I love Liz. Yeah. Okay. That's an eight o'clocker. That's an eight o'clocker. That's a five o'clocker. Depending on have it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm stealing that. That's a five o'clock. Do you do it by the month what about the month can you do it by the month like oh that's so march 2022 yes <laughs> that's going in the march 2022 checklist yeah, exactly if that's the arrangement that you need to make with your brain
2: then yeah. or with yourself then yes you know make yes. that arrangement and, and you know like I could swipe it up. okay I'm not dealing that with that right now but I will deal with you that's yes. the, if, yeah I will deal with you yeah but just not right at this moment yeah I'm gonna I need to you know I need to well, deal with you
1: later in in all seriousness, I thought of some, I had a my husband and I had a conversation last night, where and several of the other people that I've spoken with, you know, for the Monday Motivations, we are talking about like this pressure to push and hurry and get like there's just pressure to to get so much done, especially now in the world we live in. Everything is instant, right? And I just kind of had a wake up call, and and my husband and I spoke, and I'm like. I really want to reassess how we're using our time. Like James is, we're going to blink and he's going to be 18. Like he just turned 12. So like in six, like there's a lot of things that's going to go in the six years from now folder, because this is sacred time when the kids are under the roof or whatever it is. If it's your first year in real estate or whatever, like we really have to look at the time. And I like what you're saying about put it someplace because there are pressures to get certain things done when it's like, if I'm so pressured to get these things done, I'm going to miss out on something that's going to be expired in two seconds, you know? So does that, does that make sense? Does that That make
2: sense? Absolutely. Is that we, you know, living a thought, full life, you know, rather than a thought like a life full of thoughts. Oh, I think that that is that is key to peace of mind You know, <laughs> that, you know, living a life with intention and a lot of people are scared of judgment. I don't know if I should do this because I don't know how I'll be judged. You're getting judged. Get over it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get over <laughs> it.
2: If our brain is a computer and it's assessing everything that it comes in contact with, when it when another person's brain comes in contact with you, you're being judged. Yeah. But if you're if you're confident and you know who you are, then that judgment just it's like, oh, you know, I you know I'm, I got it's not that. I got big you,
1: Corey. Up. I know. <laughs> I, need <laughs> little, I need a little pet. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Eileen. We hug.
2: exactly you just there's certain things you just need to get over like it's just you can't it's uh you just can't because your thoughts we allow our insecurities to rule us and that's human nature it's totally human nature I get it I get it but what how how I think what what started me on the journey of growth is that I said okay 20 years from now when I'm old and I you know whatever it is that I'm doing do I wanna cross over like this? Like who I am today, is this how I wanna cross over? And I thought, I don't know, I would think that I just did not live my best life. Mm-hmm. And me personally living a good life is is affecting others in a good way. That they, you know, you pay it forward and lead by example and make other people realize that they don't have limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the nature of the of the culture that we're in. That we're never good enough.
1: We're never, yeah. Good enough. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's good. You know what I say? We're flossom. We're all flossom. Oh flaw- my gosh, you are full of
1: it. <laughs> You're full of great taglines. Okay, I love it. Um, living a thoughtful life instead of a flawless. life full flawless. of thoughts, flawless. and yeah. that we're fabulous, flawless, flossom.
2: Flossum
1: or Flossum. I bet there's a way to, to do for fabulous. I'm sure there is. So Flod <laughs> and Flossum,
2: awesome. that's, that's the combination, Flossum. Flod okay. and Awesome. So, well, right now I'm Flabulous because I am trying to lose weight.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm Oh my gosh, i am oh, oh been having so much fun with you. So our, our last little, you know, topic, sure. I, you know, bring it bring it in even though i could hang out with you all day all All day day. um is what advice would you give yourself and others concerning this topic of thought life
2: oh uh i'll read a passage from the book the end of the chapter okay um so it says um True personal growth is about, uh, I should, here we go, I read it this way with the camera. Okay. True personal growth is about transcending the part of you that is not okay and needs protection. This mm-hmm. is done by constantly remembering that you are the one inside that notices the voice talking. That is the way out. The one inside who is aware that you are always talking to yourself about yourself is always silent. It is a doorway to the depths of your being to be aware that you are watching the voice talk is to stand on the threshold of a f- fantastic inner journey. If used properly, the same mental voice that has be- has been a source of worry, distraction, and general neurosis can become the launching ground for true spiritual awakening. Come to know the one who watches the voice and you will come to know one of the great mysteries of creation.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
2: think that, that, um, that if you consider yourself okay with being flawed. If you consider yourself a work in progress, Mm -hmm. I just want to be a little better tomorrow than I did today. And very self-forgiving. As long as you're moving forward and growing, Mm -hmm. you're doing something amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Just never, never be, never be okay with being the same.
1: Yeah. Well, and I love it because some would think that it's going to let us off the hook, if if we look at our, you know that that's the logic why a lot of people have a hard time with the forgiving and the self acceptance, but but the truth is it makes us humble and it makes us take ownership to a much higher level, because we're so we're humble, we're we're grateful, we're like yeah I. I've there's a there's another book. It's called Leading with a Limp. Oh, right. I haven't gotten that one. Yeah. Book, I, I bought it. One. I haven't I haven't read. Ooh, leading with emotional. <laughs> I love it. But um, but yeah, like, I mean, we're the grown-ups on the planet right now, so we kind of need to lead. And nobody's arrived at perfection yet. So we're gonna have to lead with a limp. And I just I love. I love the essence that you bring to this. The, um, I think that your impact with others is acceptance and encouragement. And you probably infuse all the women that you lead, lead with hope mm-hmm. and that validation. And I think the better we feel about ourselves, the more we'll embrace the areas and we will take ownership for the areas that we need to grow in.
2: And if I could go back and talk to my 17-year-old self, uh, what I would say, every time you say, I could never, I can't, just try, just try. Uh, never be satisfied with talking yourself down from something that you see others do. Mm-hmm. Just try.
1: Mm. What a wonderful message. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for Great. being our guest for Thought Life and every week there'll be another message and let's see where where else we'll get to collaborate together with all your cool you always tell me I have thought drops. You have thought drops. You, do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have the best sound bites. You just Oh, sound
1: bites, sound bites.
2: Sound bites. Thought drops, sound bites. It's they're <laughs> like yes. Um, yes. I want to be Corey,
1: and thank you for changing the world. Oh, and before I forget, I, Eileen Green, Eileen, I'm telling you, if anybody has questions about real estate and um, energy efficiency, I mean, what about somebody from um, Northern California? Because you're in Southern California, but can you can you um, consult in Northern California? Like, yeah. So, Green Eileen. Um, and and you have a Facebook page, you have a website, um, but it's Old Roy Realty, so Oldroyd Realty, so O L D R O Y D Realty, and yeah. I mean you're I've never heard of anybody else in my area that's specifically focused on green. So I will call you. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> all right thank you
2: thank you miss Corey. this has been amazing i really appreciate this opportunity
1: done oh my gosh see why i'm having the best day ever ever Oh my ever gosh. i think i just want to be a talk show host
2: you'd be a great talk show host
1: right you would you'd be an amazing talk show host
2: and this is where it starts Yeah. It starts with consistency on YouTube and starting a channel and Lord knows where where it'll go.
1: Yeah. It's it's funny because I've I have realized like in 2010, when I started my coaching practice, and then I wrote my book, and I felt like I was I had all this energy of like build, build, build. And then I just kind of I had some major life challenges with my kids and all that and survive survive and I still produced you know but I feel an unleashing like right now I'm just like I'm ready to just go global like I don't know Mars might need me I mean I'm ready (laughs) they do I'm ready they do we all need you we
2: all need you so the, the the yeah that little small world of women's council was just you know the sand inside the pearl Now it's just like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh my
1: gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You are, you're just a bright light. Like seriously. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. The world needs more of you. Well, let's try to change the world together then. Yes. No, just uh, in our flawed self. (laughs) Flossum. I am so flossum. I really believe that.
2: Good Lord, I am too. Uh, Yeah, it's been a rough year. It's been a, it was, you know, last year was, was a good year because it allowed me to focus and take care of other people. But this year has been a tough year because uh, I realized that, you know, I needed to take care of myself. And um, it's just been, I keep on thinking about what you say about, you know, being on a surfboard and, you know, kind of riding the wave of, Of emotions, and I know you're never too old to grow. I think that was just really the short answer. Is there's always something new to learn, and always hard shit to go through. Mm -hmm. And just happy to have people like you. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I think there's a serious need for a balance with grieving reality, and then being that optimistic creator.
2: Like, like I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm processing that.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
2: Yeah, grieving, grieving, grieving reality. Is that what you yeah. said? grieving and, reality. And then optimistic creator. Yeah. It reminds me of the, of the tarot card, uh, the 10 the 10 of any suit where you know the harvest is done and you're bringing the you know you're bringing it back to the barn and it's like that what do i do with myself period you know uh i i i need to process this a little bit more mhm mhm cuz you're you're really at the end of a cycle
1: mhm
2: you're when the when the butterfly butterfly leaves the cocoon. Yeah. Like it's a new reality.
1: hmm
2: A whole new reality. Because they're flying instead of
1: cocooning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel I I'm reluctant to say this, like because you know, I do the word every year and it's funny how it comes up, but and my word this year is liberty. And um I don't want this to be my word for next year. But as as I go through October, November, December, I'm really feeling a lot of energy and and optimism around limits. Like that's part of that grieving reality. And then another phrase I'm using a lot with clients and myself is I wish it was different. Like how liberating is it to be like, I wish it was different with like really hard things, like death Mm -hmm. or like, like, but I wish it was different gives us permission to wish it was different without it being coupled with anger, resentment, resistance, angst. Mm. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like, I wish it was different and then, and it's kind of flowing like water. It's, it's the surfboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I wish it was different and, and I just feel like there's, there's a lot there. I wish it was different. And how much control do we
2: have over um, making it different? I, what the? I think that's the polarity problem, because you we are all in our own truth of how we feel about COVID, how we feel about racism, how we feel about the vaccine. Like we're all sitting in our own truth, mm-hmm. and if somebody disagree disagrees with you, somehow your morality is at stake,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, it's like it's not my morality. You know, that's just my how i feel just how i feel about certain subjects and how easy it is for people to attack your morality versus mm-hmm. wh- how, uh, uh, let me rephrase this as a question why is why is it suddenly okay to attack somebody's choices as a moral issue rather than saying oh i just think differently than you this is the, this is my research this is how i believe versus your a lesser human being does it make us feel better mm-hmm. makes us well, feel better about our choices
1: there's a new guy that he's not new to the world but he's new to me his name is jordan have you heard of jordan peterson yes oh
2: my god yes we I listen to
1: his stuff and i'm i i'm like i want him to be the president but um <laughs> but I just watched (laughs) for a long time. I did. So I didn't realize, but he was really sick during COVID. And um, yeah, I just watched a new video from 2021 and he addresses, and I love it because every time somebody asks him a question, that's like this moral decision thing, he answers it so intelligently that it always becomes something bigger so he doesn't get sucked into the mask no vaccine no vaccine but but he he explains it so you go oh this is what's happening and so he did address the vaccine mandates and why he's like this is so not okay but then he and tied it in and this is good for the green your green you know stuff is like he ties it into um, global warming and like so there's there's a lot of things where people that are groups of people that are trying to become the new superpower they will use anything they will try to make it sound like it's a moral save the world thing but they're using it to control masses for money so he was explaining how If a politician comes in and is all focused on global warming, how it turns into that? So Mm. he—he's somebody that I listen to to balance my all my stuff I'm listening to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's just so pragmatic. I, he's he's really pragmatic and he
2: self analyzes If somebody if somebody has a different opinion than him, he starts talking out loud and works it out and yeah he goes, you know' I, is wrong yeah. Right? in front
1: of us. I'm like, yeah, I want to think yeah. like you're such a good human being. <laughs> and I, know. Human. I know He's flawless or he's yeah, blonde, he He's flossy. He's. He's awesome yeah. too. I, I like the whole
2: uh, gender, uh, yes. gender bias, 9 yes. non-binary, him, her, that type yes. of thing. We're kind of being smoked into this is how Free we need speech. to talk. Yeah. And I'm What's like, a- uh, yeah, and he just, he says it in such a logical way, not in an emotional way, in a logical way. And he's like, this is my, this is how I'm sticking to it. Like,
1: yeah. Go Jordan. And I'm following you. Yeah. <laughs> so i'm a huge jordan peterson fan yeah yes yeah me too yeah okay Anything. well i have people coming over and i should start making food oh thank you so so much so you're gonna be your um thought life is week three so you will be um that's gonna be november 15th november 15th okay yep. So. Monday or
2: Tuesday, I think Monday.
1: it's okay. A Monday. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's a Monday. That's a Monday, Monday motivation. Monday. Oh. Now, do I need to be there answering questions or anything like that? Or mm-hmm. I'm just no. gonna okay. um upload this into YouTube or I'm not, somebody else's. And then um she's gonna put it in my MailChimp newsletter that oh, I'm I should have been building that list over the last, but it's fine. People can it. sign up. Don't, okay. don't be shooting
2: on yourself. And that one more fun. thing. Don't yes. be Here's <gasps> Milo. Oh my God. Gosh, he just wants to give me kisses. Isn't he the cutest thing ever? He's so Come on, sweet. Milo. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Can you look at Corey, please? Can you
1: just look there? Hi, Milo. Hello. <laughs> He's like, you're not in He's person. Still a puppy. <laughs> <Now you>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Miss Corey. Um, have a beautiful evening. Have a great time with your friends, and um, we will hopefully talk soon.
1: Yes, we will. Okay, Bye. love you.
0: Love <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Monday motivation with Corey Mendoza did this conversation spark something in you did you have an aha moment share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review and be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.